0: The Red, Barn. the Red Barn was a local hotel slash pub. It was the best in the area. Parents would stay there when visiting their children at the school and students went there when parents were not visiting. The owners of the Red Barn knew the form. We were definitely not supposed to go to any pubs, but a blind eye was turned when we went to the Red Barn. Teachers knew that students went there, as they sometimes joined us. Some girls went to other pubs with local boys, and if they were caught, they would get into a lot of trouble. But the Red Barn was different. Our little group, however, didn't venture out to any pubs at all, until we became prefects. And then Rich Jim and Mr Harris would sometimes ask us to go with them to the Red Barn. This was great fun, and we really began to feel like they were our friends. One evening, Zara and I went with them, and I remember them introducing us to the wonders of steak sandwiches and french fries. Delicious! We were having a lovely evening, and time slipped by. It was Saturday, so none of us had to be up early in the following morning. The bar emptied, and we continued chatting into the small hours all totally innocent. There were prefects on duty at the school and they knew where we were. We didn't have a care in the world. When the bar staff started to look at us pleadingly to leave so that they could go home, we said our thank yous and goodbyes and all strolled back to the school together. Just a lovely 10 minute walk on that balmy starlit night. When we got back to the school, we knew there was something wrong. From the driveway we could see that Mr Alexander's office lights were on and so was our dorm light. My heart started to race. The teachers might have turned a blind eye to our red barn outings but Mr Alexander did not. His office lights being on and our dorm light which we had definitely left off meant that our cover had definitely been blown. We looked towards Mr Jim and Mr Harris and I could see that Mr Jim's face was pale, even in the dim light. At his advanced age, he apparently still feared the wrath of his father. Whatever you do, he said, don't tell anyone you were with us. I was confused, and wasn't sure why the two of them almost run back to their flat. Zara and I crept up the back stairs to our room, and sitting on my bed was my dad, It's hard to describe what an odd concept this was. Being the middle of the night, you would think that something terrible might be afoot. Had someone died? Oh, please God, no. But I could tell by his face that he wasn't upset or afraid. He was fuming mad. His entire body was vibrating. It's so strange to see him sitting there. I had literally never been in trouble for being out late. As prefects we kind of made the rules so we had no concept of having to be in by a certain time. This was about two o'clock in the morning. My dad was shocked that we had only just come in. Mr Alexander must have rung him at about midnight. It took over an hour to get to the school from our home. Dad had probably been in bed. Apparently Mr Alexander had gone looking for us at around 10 o'clock And again at eleven, then twelve, and at this point he rang my parents. He had asked some prefects where we might be at first, of course, but they were never going to split on us, as they knew who we were with, and thought that they might get us all into trouble if they did. I was pleased to see my dad. I was always pleased to see him. I was aware, though, that running up to him and throwing my arms around him as I usually did was out of the question. We just stared at each other, waiting for one of us to break the silence. Zara had disappeared, sensing that she should not stay. "'You've lost everything this evening,' my dad said in an unusually calm, dramatic voice for him. A little vibrato added for effect, as if he might cry with emotion. "'So uncomplicated and innocent was I that all I could think of was, "'What on earth are you thinking of? "'I've just been out for a drink with one of the principals of the school Auntie's boyfriend.' What could possibly be wrong with that? I've got nothing else to say to you. Now I know you're all right, I'm slinging me and I'm going back home. He neglected to pepper his speech with his usual obscenities in case Mr Alexander was lurking. Otherwise, his language would have been far more colorful. He didn't kiss me or even look at me. He left the room and I watched him get into his car which he had left dramatically right in the middle of the front drive. He drove off with a little skid for effect as he turned the car. Zara came back into the room and we were scared. We didn't think we had done anything wrong, but the thing that worried us most was Mr Jim's parting words. Don't tell anyone you were with us. Those words made us feel set adrift in a rough sea. Would we be expelled? And if so, why? Mr Jim and Mr Harris were evidently not going to defend us. We had never set a foot wrong in seven years. Why should we be in such trouble for going out with the heads of the school? Soon our room was full of friends who had been straining to hear every word. We turned out the lights and shut the door while we all whispered and tried to predict our fates, lit only by the clear moon of what had been a lovely evening. The next day, all eyes were on Zara and I. Word had obviously gone all over the school that my father had been summoned to the school in the middle of the night. This sort of thing never happened. We must have done something terrible. Whilst walking across the way, Mr Jim stopped me and asked what my dad had said and if Mr Alexander had been waiting for us in our dorm too. I told him exactly what my dad had said and that we had not actually seen Mr Alexander and that we had not mentioned him either or Mr Harris. Thank you, he said in a breathy, whispery, conspiratorial way. We really appreciate your leaving us out of this. We owe you. Really. Really? I couldn't make it out. Why wasn't he just making it all all right for us? But actually, it was all right. Miraculously, we never heard another word about it. My dad didn't even bring it up when I was next at home. My guess is is that Mr Alexander found out that his son and boyfriend were with us and asked my dad to back down. All very odd and laughable now, but being my final term at the school, my faith in the powers that be had been seriously rocked.